0: Hi, this is Coach Colette, host of the Start Within podcast, and welcome to another episode of Financial Fridays. We are going to continue our focus this month on women's history, and today we are going to focus on health and wellness. So I was excited today to learn about a pioneer in health and wellness. Her name is Sarah LoGuen Frazier. She was an African-American female doctor, one of only 115 in the nation in the 1890s. In 1876, she became the first woman to gain an MD, from Syracuse University College of Medicine, the second in New York, and the first to graduate from a coeducational medical school. Frazier became the fourth African-American female doctor in the United States and the first female doctor in the Dominican Republic. What's really interesting is that her childhood home in Syracuse was an important stopping point on the Underground Railroad. They gave shelter to almost 1,500 escaped slaves as they were traveling on to safety in Canada. So growing up in this house allowed Fraser to gain experience helping and treating illnesses that people had suffered as a result of their slavery or their escape. At the New England Hospital for Women and Children, she completed her internship in 1878. Now, this hospital was unique in its use of all women's staffing, and it was here that Fraser gained a passion for obstetrics and midwifery. She was one of the first female doctors to specialize in obstetrics and pediatrics and was a mentor to black midwives throughout her career. Loguen Frazier educated black midwives to integrate modern medical knowledge into their traditional routines. These black midwives saw their work as a sacred duty that sustained intergenerational gender and community cohesion by employing time-honored practices that were derived from West African traditions. Although the white medical community and establishment began a campaign to replace midwifery in the late 19th century, African-American midwives still delivered as many as half of the black babies that were born in some Southern states in the 1950s. This is really exciting for me to learn about because As you know, when we had our live podcast event on Black motherhood, our guests talked about Black midwives and doulas that are still supporting Black women to birth children and go through the whole pregnancy and birthing process in a safe way so thank you sarah loguen fraser for starting this interest amongst black women and for being such a pioneer in health medicine and pediatrics Hello, everyone. This is Suki Singh, aka Investing of the Investing Podcast, with your weekly financial Friday tip. With the coronavirus now declared a pan- global pandemic, it is best for you to stay safe in these dangerous times. With the market being so volatile, it's best to have some cash lying in your account just in case we get some buying opportunities in the near future. Remember, the coronavirus will pass eventually. However, it's best to stay safe, take care of your loved ones, and have a great week. All right? Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Coach Colette again. I didn't want to leave you hanging because, you know, this week has been Sleep Awareness Week. And I wanted to share some tips and ideas because... The National Sleep Foundation just released its findings from their 2020 Sleep in America poll, and you probably won't be surprised to learn that the average U.S. adult feels tired during the day at least three out of seven days each week, and that more than a quarter of us feel tired five to seven days a week. So with all that is going around in terms of health and wellness and concerns about staying healthy, I thought it would be really important to share some sleep habits that you can consider taking on. Because we know that lack of sleep impacts our ability to focus, to perform at work, and just to complete regular daily tasks. More than half of the respondents in that survey who feel tired at least five days per week also reported headaches and 40% said that their tiredness makes them more irritable. So here are some ideas to help you to get a better night's sleep. You want to make sure that your bedroom temperature is comfortable so that it's not too hot Or it's not too cold. You want to minimize your exposure to noise and even natural light while you sleep. So I am someone who fights hard for my sleep. And I was able to find stick-up room darkening shades that I have put over the windows in my bedroom because natural light also impacts your sleep. You want to minimize your screen time before you go to bed. So that's your phone, your laptop, your TV. To be honest, I haven't had a TV in my bedroom in 10, 15 years. And you want to consider avoiding caffeine or even alcohol before bedtime because that can also impact your system and your circadian rhythms. You want to try to find the most comfortable mattress, a supportive pillow, and sheets that allow breathing. Not your breathing, your physical breathing, but that breathe in terms of allowing you to release heat because sometimes we sweat when we sleep. So those are my thoughts and ideas. We'd love to hear from you how you make sure that you get a great night's sleep. Let us know. Send us your ideas. So, this is Coach Colette wishing you a great night's sleep. If you enjoyed this episode and haven't already subscribed, you can do so on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. You also can connect with me on Instagram at coach for more inspiration on personal growth and wellness. Want to help us create more great content and host more live podcast events? Then join our Start Within tribe and support this podcast with a small donation to help sustain our future episodes. Visit anchor.fm slash coach hyphen Colette slash support to get started today. You know, this podcast is truly my passion project, and I really appreciate your continued support. Get ready to start within to finish strong.